And what's the website again? Just yeah. one more time. So yeah, I guess, and you know, everyone, quick. Oops, stop for a second. I so think... you can sign up to the sign up, sign up. <laughs> Hold on, Jules, one second. I think there's a little bit of a delay. Okay, and Catherine, you can. Un... Yes, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> Catherine. This is for you. <laughs> this is for you. Okay, I'm starting again. Welcome to From Fear Into Action, where we have evolutionary conversations with conscious entrepreneurs. Sometimes all you need are the right tips at the right time with a little mindset magic, which is exactly what you are about to get. Now, here are your hosts, Julian Knoll and Heather Porter. Welcome back, Shinepreneurs. Here we are again with another amazing guest for you guys. And now when Julian was emailing me about this next guest, he was saying that she's starting something called the Gratitude Project. So naturally my ears perked up and I'm thinking, Okay, I'm intrigued. So, Julian, welcome to the show, and tell me more. Who who is this next guest that we have? Well, the first thing, the gratitude project. It's a 60 day gratitude challenge. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast and your interest is kind of peaked, uh, go to the uh, www.shineglobal.com.au website. And you can download Catherine's ebook, which will tell you all about the the challenge. And it's really about um, the impact that gratitude can have uh, on your life, and how powerful it is to spend part of each day just being quietly grateful or noisily grateful, if you prefer, um, around the things that you've received and the things that you're really getting to enjoy in your in your day. Mm. So. The little genius behind this project is the really wonderful Catherine Robertson. And Catherine is like uh, quite a few people in the Shine community. She currently has uh, a job, a very highly paid and very, very successful career uh, in sales. And she kind of gets this prompting from her heart to do something else, that there's something calling her forward. And so I've had several conversations with her and have been and have been coaching Catherine. And she is in that journey, that very dynamic journey towards really finding what her deeper purpose is. What is it that really nourishes her at a soul level? What really fulfills her at the core of her life? So the gratitude project and everything around it is a really good example of someone who is transitioning uh, to a life of deeper purpose. So I'm thrilled to have uh, Catherine be with us today. And you know what's amazing about this is because a lot of the guests that we have on, they're established business people. They've been doing what they have been doing for quite a while. And I think this conversa- conversation is going to be amazing because she has a background in corporates, right? Is she still working in her corporate job? Yes, she sure is. Yeah. So she's doing that where she's starting this brand new project and she's going off on her own for this. And I think it's really a beautiful um, reminder to those of you guys listening that maybe you're just starting your business or maybe you're thinking about starting a business and and you're literally sitting on the edge of fear quite heavily right now because you have to, to jump, like burn your bridges, you know, take the boat out, go away from the island, go on the wide, wide open, <laughs> crazy ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get my point, right? So there, you might be sitting there right now, and I, I believe not. This is obviously going to be for all of us, but especially those of you guys that are sitting there going, "I want to start something, and I'm scared to put my foot out there and, and make it happen." Yeah, yeah. So, are we ready to introduce the beautiful Catherine? I believe we're ready to go. Hello, and welcome to you, Catherine Robertson. 
Welcome to the show, Catherine. We are so incredibly grateful and excited to have you. How are you? Thank you, Heather. I'm great. How are you? Very, very, very well. And um, Julian, how are you? Oh, look, I am... uh... I feel on the uh, uh, on edge um, because uh, Shine and uh, Catherine are going into a project together, and it's a really cool project. It's a very heartfelt project. It's a project that um, Catherine. Uh, it's really close to Catherine's heart. So, uh, and I think it's something that really touches human beings on such a deep level. And it's about exploring the power of gratitude and how it actually makes a difference in your life. So it's not some airy-fairy woo-woo relationship with gratitude. It's about going into a, a, a process over a period of time. We're electing 60 days, but people can do 60 or less, um, around what what difference does it make in your life, your career, your finances, your business through the experience of gratitude? So it's a, like a big uh, experiment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is kicking off, um, I think we were saying, was it February, isn't it? What's, what's the date, Catherine, on that? 10, 10th of February. Brilliant. And how does it work? How are, how do people actually get involved and, and play, uh, you know, in the game of, of the challenge? Okay. So f- first of all, they'll enroll through a registration link, which we've got on the Shine website. And once people sign up, which is free, they'll receive um, a free ebook, which I've written all about why 60 Days of Gratitude can transform your life. So they'll receive the ebook first of all, and then they'll receive enrollment into a private Facebook group. And what will happen, that's a closed group, so it'll be completely private to the the people participating in the challenge alone. And over the course of 60 days, I'll connect in with the group on a a regular basis to share some of my daily habits, some of my tips, some of my experiences about gratitude, how to incorporate it into your life and, and why it makes such a difference to you. And then on top of that, once a week on a Friday, we'll do a 30 minute Zoom call where people can dial in. There'll be a video, short meditation, discussion on gratitude, and some interviews with, with some really amazing people to share their experiences as well. So just really keeping people committed to the 60 days. And this is the first time that you're doing this, correct? It is the first time. Which, yeah. which is great and brave, and I'm sure there's loads <laughs> of you know fear coming up for you and yeah. different, different things and obstacles that are maybe rearing their ugly head in your path. And um, so this is a great conversation that we can have around that. Yeah. Because it's a new project. I know there's so many people listening that have had a project in their mind for a long time or a business idea, and for whatever reason, fear comes into their path and just keeps them back. So I love that you're here, and we can, we can talk about this and how you're actually taking action you know so my first question for you is when did this idea originally come to you uh it, it was when i was doing the shine hot seat um experience which was what time of year was it jules was it august last year yes yes yeah, yeah august around, 2016 yeah around august 2016 and i was talking about a, a gratitude app which i'm working on for children to bring gratitude into the school system and during the course of that conversation i was explaining about a challenge that I launched at a local yoga studio and Julian loved the idea of doing a 60-day challenge and said well why don't we do that through the Shine group and be able to reach a wider audience yeah. and so that's really how it came about it was, it was a very organic discussion and the idea just came to all of us and, and it felt right to to do it. 
So as you're going ahead and you've made this, I guess, the steps to turn this thought or this idea uh, into an actual reality, which is now underway and going to launch, what mm-hmm. um, what are some of the things that came to your mind, I guess, really from a fear base? Like what are some thoughts or self-talk or just things that came to you that sort of you, held you back or made you think, am I doing the right thing? Well, I think the the fear for me, Heather, always comes after the commitment to the project. Yep. So initially when the opportunities come, my first instinct is to say, yes, that feels so right and that's so aligned with me and my truth and, and the direction I'm going. So I say yes. And then it's almost like once once the action needs to start to take place in the project, that's when the fear kicks in. Mm. I so think I- that you, you've, you've made a couple of really important points there, um, uh, Catherine. Uh, you know, and I know from working with clients, both coaching and, and, and consulting, um, is that whenever we have a vision, the very next thing that will happen is that we will have resistance. And the resistance is there in equal measure to the size of our vision. And unfortunately, when people don't understand that or don't have support to understand that, a lot of people give up without even taking action. They'll say, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Oh, well, I got a sign that it wasn't, you know, for me because this happened. But it's a natural function. Vision and resistance are there um, in equal measure. And another really important thing you said, too, was around that, you know, fear and things came up as you started to take action. You know, there are four words that are, that underpin shine. Inspiration, connection, action, and results. So you, from that inspired space, you get the sense of, oh, wow, I would like to do a gratitude project. Then the next thing is you connect. So we connect it. So we have resources to work with you to help make this happen. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is action. And that is when the shit hits the fan for everybody. <laughs> so I'd really love, I'd really like to know about your emotional journey because I think there will be so many people who will be just hanging on what your, you know, this whole experience for you. So tell us yeah. a little bit about, you know, the vision, you know, the connection and the action phase for you. Well, well, it, it, it's really been such a roller coaster. You, you describe it so well, Jules, because there's that initial enthusiasm and excitement with the vision and when the synchronicities start to happen to to give it a bit more life then there's a huge excitement of that because all the signs are pointing in the right direction and then there's the belief that yeah I can do this this is going to be so great I've got the ability I've got the skills this is something I'm really passionate about so what often happens for me is that the passion makes me think well this will be easy because it's passion <laughs> yeah. and it comes, <laughs> it comes easily to me. This will be this will be easy, you know. Um, and so that that's the space. I, I, there's, that's definitely something I move through. And then all of a sudden, there's a commitment to actually the action part. And then sitting down to do it, that's when the, that's when the loud voice of fear creeps up. And for me, it will be oh, this won't be any good. Yep. So no one will like it or no one will turn up and they'll ignore the whole project and that'll be humiliating. Or what if lots of people turn up and, oh, my God, I need to impress them and, and demonstrate that I actually know what I'm talking about. 
And then, well, I've got no experience or credibility behind me. So who who am I to be telling people or coaching them or teaching them about gratitude? Because I'm not a life coach or a psychologist or got years of expertise or experience behind me. I'm just like everyone else. So why should they listen to me? And so there, those are the loudest voices in my head. And that's what tends to put me into that stage of resistance or procrastination or paralysis that, oh my God, I just don't know what to do, how to move through this. Thanks for sharing those. Um, Julian, I don't know about you, but they pretty much mirror thoughts that go through my head when I try to do new projects. <laughs> oh, Heather, I have no idea what she's talking about. I've never experienced any of those things. I mean, you know, I'm a successful coach and, you know, facilitator. We don't experience things like that. You know, I've built companies and, you know, I've had sort of global reach. You know, no, 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 you know, it can't. No, no, it only happens to people who don't know what they're doing. No, I look, Catherine, I, I, think, um, I think it's incredibly humbling, you know, um, when we have a vision and we have a calling and then we go into... Uh, you know, I loved what you said. We get so filled with enthusiasm again. So, yeah, 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 this is going to be easy. I so know that thought. I go, yeah. Oh, look, look at all these things that are coming together. It's like, how did I get this lucky? <laughs> do, you, do you guys know what, what I do? Um, because I do a lot of digital stuff, right? So I code websites and I come from sort of that analytical, codey, weird mindset. I do that, but in a different way. So I, I'm sure people can relate to this as well. I'll actually go and go really excited and because I know how to actually action it and I can actually start to make it happen myself. I'll start doing it, but then I go down a weird wormhole. Well, what if I should do this? And what if I should create this funnel? And then I need to create this. So I actually weirdly sabotage myself by creating more stuff or more systems that oh. I actually need. Wow. <laughs> I I totally I totally relate to that. I get caught up in the in the perfection. Yeah. And um someone someone put this um fantastic thing on Facebook the other day, procrasta procrastinate, where yeah. we procrastinate <laughs> around perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember this great quote. I think it's been attributed to the wonderful Dale Beaumont who said progress is more important than perfection. Yeah. Catherine, what do you think of that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. The, the, there's a massive pressure we put on ourselves to make it perfect and to make it right. And if it's not right, then I don't want anyone else to see it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna delete until it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, so a lot of judgment comes in, self judgment, fear of judgment of other people, um, being able to the, the expectation to meet the vision and to, to bring life to the vision and honour it and make it the highest possible version it can be, I think is a huge pressure that we put on ourselves. How, how do you think, would, or, or I guess with you right now as you're doing the Gratitude Project, how do you actually get through the, these thoughts? Is there a process that you, you do on yourself? Or, or how, like, how do you say, hey, thought, get out of my head, I'm moving ahead without you? Yeah, well, it's... it's it's been difficult and our conversation yesterday Julian and I helped massively because 
I had, a, I had a huge cry with him because we started our meeting. We we're having a catch-up meeting. And I said, Julian, I've just had a big cry. And I said, what was that about? And I, I started to tell him all about my fears and he, he pulled that out of me. But I think that was a space I'd been sitting in for maybe a month or so, those fears. Mm. And so for me, I'd, I was, I'd been meditating on it. I'd been asking myself, you know, am I not supposed to do this? Where's this fear coming from? Asking for help from the universe for just, you know, bring me the support that I need to get through it um, because I've made this commitment to this project and I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to let myself down. So I think there's, I think that to me it felt like being stuck. I felt like I was stuck and I couldn't move forward until yesterday. And we had that great conversation, which has really helped me move through those fears. But I don't think it is necessarily being stuck. I think it's part of just the natural process of growth mm-hmm. that that we go through that stage of of actually having to sit with the discomfort and where it, it's actually where our inadequacies get revealed. So we're in. I this, th- I, yeah, yeah, we're really. I think what I think what you've said is um, really important, and, and I, I think you know from a from a from a coach's and mentor's perspective. Um, what I what I hear is you know knowledge is so important you know and that's why I think coaching is so important and that these sorts of um, conversations that you and I had yesterday it's 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 really important you know for you to know and for others to know what the context within which these these emotions happen that creating you know uh, enterprises projects businesses is a creative process and you need to know the terrain and that's the value of a coach or mentor we've walked this path with hundreds of other people and so we can say to you look, this is absolutely normal and yeah. this is why and what and this is how you deal with it. So you stay in the game. You don't, you don't need to, you know, we don't need to overthink stuff. We don't need to kind of try and gut it out or get there on our own. That's the value of, a, you, know, having a, you know, having a mentor. And then also being part of a community, you know, of uh, people who can go, wow, that's a great idea. Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. I, I, I agree, Jules, because it, it, it's that feeling of being alone. But for me, one of the pivotal moments yesterday was when you started to laugh when I shared about what was going on, and you're like, everyone goes through that. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but but that, month, when I, that month where I'm trapped in my own head, mm. all I'm feeling is shame, embarrassment. Um, I should be better than this. I should be moving through this. What's wrong with me? Maybe I'm not up to this. Maybe I'm not good enough. All of all of those um, beliefs yeah. and voices. And it, it, it was the it, it was the laughter of recognition. It, well, I wasn't yeah. you know, as you know I wasn't laughing at no, you. No, it was beautiful. Yeah. I so appreciate. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, because I'm I'm so familiar with, with that terrain in my own process and building and developing shine. You know that sense of shame, that sense of going into the back room in my own head where judgments and values, you know, evaluations and the harsh critic lives. You know, it's like I know that space too, and yeah, uh, yeah it's very human. It's in, very very human. In the conversation that the two of you had, I just have to know what was it, Catherine, that Julian said to you other than the laugh that broke your state, yeah. what did he say to you to help you actually know that you could move ahead? I think it was 
articulating that it was completely normal what I was feeling and experiencing. Okay. You know, that, that everyone goes through that, that it's normal. And the, the description that the size of the vision that you have gets balanced by an equal weight of resistance mm. and fear. Mm. And that was something I didn't really appreciate until yesterday. So it then made perfect sense why I had felt like I had this weight on my shoulders for, you know, a period of a month or so. Because this is a big vision. I do have a big dream that I want to inspire people. So, of course, then it's going to be balanced by an equal weight of, no, you can't, the ego trying to tell me, you know, what to do. So that made sense. And once I kind of explained that, I could feel myself calming down. And I think the other really important thing that he did was to ask me what I wanted at the end of this project. Mm. And he made me articulate what I wanted it to look like at the end of 60 days. And once I explained how I wanted people to feel and the impact the challenge would have on them, he said, that's where I focus on, especially when those fears and doubts and judgments creep in, keep an eye on the vision. And this morning I've, I've written that vision down and I've got it posted in front of my desk. So then it's there. That is great studentship. That is that is brilliant. You know because um, you know one thing I know as a coach is you you can you can offer from a world of experience, and some people will pick it up and some won't, and um, it's one of the reasons why I'm really specific around um, you know the Shine community. You know that I really actively seek out people who are already high functioning in the world, who already know how to make stuff happen and are hungry to go to the next level um, because you know as a coach you can waste a lot of time with people uh, who, who aren't really committed to making stuff happen I think that commitment is is really important and it requires a great deal of humility you know on, on, on your part you know the ability to be open to connect your emotions to cry to say and you know, I, I've you know just sharing your journey, that to me is an incredible sign of someone who's really willing to go to that next level. It's not just talk, you know. Yeah, thank you. Mm. You know, I, I wanted to bring up just a, a word, I suppose, that has come to my mind while we've been having this conversation. And Catherine, you said it earlier as well. And that word is fraud. And there's actually a syndrome that, that is going around. I think it started out at the States. It's called the imposter syndrome or the fraud syndrome. And it's something that high achievers experience, funnily enough. Those people that have experienced and accomplished a lot in their lives, they're the ones that are most likely to feel like they're a fraud when they're starting on a new business or a new project. And um, I wanted to bring that to light because... I know that there's times when, uh, you know, I was changing uh, businesses, I, I was shifting out of a business partnership into a new direction. And instead of looking at it like a stepping stone, and the fact that I got amazing experience, and I was able to go forward with this incredible tool belt, I was looking at it more like this, oh, I'm just, you know, a fraud, and um, I'm an imposter. And, and it's strange how that that thought can kind of weasel its way into your head. So what, what do you guys, what's your take on that? And is it something that you feel is, is experienced by a lot of people that, that you know in your circles? I think 
it's definitely real. You know, it really resonates when you explain that, Heather, that, that feeling of, well, who am I to be, you know, putting myself out there mm-hmm. as someone who can teach or share in this area when I don't have necessarily a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I've actually ever really, you know, delved into it in great detail or, or talked about it with other people. So it's more just that feeling of, worthiness um yes and you know should i really be doing this anyway will people really listen or pay attention yes i think that's that's how it manifests for me okay Mm. what about you jules yeah look i i was just i just i was just thinking you know um in in my first business i i um i i basically started from nothing no money no uh no clients no business experience but I had this intuition I could build a uh, uh, a business that could sell this product that I had invented all around the world. So over a period of 13 years, I did that. I developed, you know, uh, an international uh, marketplace for this product that I had, I had invented. And when I left that business, I decided to share what I had learned and what I knew. So I started my speaking and facilitating uh, career. And... Um, the number of times I would stand off stage before going on on stage thinking, I don't know anything, I'm a fraud. What if they discover, you know, this about me or that about me? So I am so familiar with the (laughs) imposter syndrome. You know, no matter what successes I've had, there is this negative voice in the back of my head that says, you're going to get found out. You're going to get, and I go, "What, what is going to be found out that you haven't done it? And I'll go, but I have. Where does this voice come from, you know? And for me, what I've seen, it, 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 it's a fear of being vulnerable. Uh, That's all it is, you know? It's like um, going out um, and, and opening up in front of other people and sharing knowledge and wisdom. You're vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Um, and so there's a part of me wants to protect me, wants me to stay small. But my vision is bigger than that. You know, I want to share what I know. You know, good, bad, and and, and indifference, and uh, uh, and indifferent, and um, whoever that can make a difference to, then that's why I do it. You know, but yeah, I think we all carry these voices, and I was very. Uh, it really came home to me one morning when I had breakfast with, um, and I wrote a blog about this. It's on the web, uh, the Shine website. I had breakfast with a the guy's a billionaire. And he started to talk to me about his self-doubt and he started to talk to me about what um, he couldn't do and didn't think he could do. And I just stood there shaking my head. I thought, it's a human thing. It's not a Julian thing, you know. Every human being has this imposter syndrome. It's what holds us back. And if we don't challenge that voice, if we don't create another place within us to come from that allows us to have that experience but not be dominated by it. That seems to me to be the game. Because there's there's no better feeling than feeling confident mm. and really knowing that you're, you know your stuff and you're in that fabulous zone. And it's very hard to tap into that confidence when the fraud imposter voice is booming loud in your head. And, and I think to your point, Jules, probably the only way I've experienced of getting rid of it and to transition through it is to open up the vulnerability and to share it with someone else. And I think it's when the sharing happens that the voice dies down and you can Mm. move through it again. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Heather? With that syndrome, I think the thing that 
I love about this conversation is that, like you said, it exists in all of us, especially those of us that are entrepreneurs. And we need to remember that. So we're not, we know we're not alone. Mm. Um, it's part of, like you said earlier, having a huge mm. dream. And if your vision is that big, then you will have these thoughts. It's just how it is. And so if you actually can embrace that and say, wow, yes, I'm normal, <laughs> then you can actually say, cool. Well, here's the thought. Thanks, <laughs> thanks thought. <laughs> I appreciate that you've paid me a little visit. Okay, yeah. go on your merry now way. Get lost. <laughs> get lost, yeah. And then if we can all yeah. kind of collectively say, yeah. yep, yeah. We're, this is how it is, then we can also say, great, we know how this is, and then we can move through it together. Yeah, and and then it comes back to your point, Julian, about having yes. a community and a safe space that you can release and reveal those vulnerabilities to someone else without worrying about judgment yeah. and knowing that someone else is going to understand and hear you and support you through that yeah. and say, yeah, I've yeah. been there, that's okay, this is just part of the process, you'll get through it, and then it then it lifts. So that, that tribe connection is really important. Absolutely. And that's what's great about Shine, that you you bring us all together mm, so that yeah. we can support each other and be mentored through this process because I can absolutely see how this would have fallen on its backside if I was doing it on my own. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. We need to collaborate. So... If there was one thing, one thought. And that's a... That's a go, go ahead. No, 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 you, no, you go. Oh, sure. I was just going to say, uh, Catherine, if there's one thought or one message that you would like to leave our listeners with, what would that be? Oh, just one, Heather? Oh, okay, you can, pick two. <laughs> you can pick two. You can pick two. How about this? If you could summarize <laughs> what you would like to leave the listeners with, what would that summary look like? I would say trust, trust your, trust your passion for your vision. You know, that's what set you on the path in the first place to have that vision and the energy behind it gave it the passion. So that absolutely shows you that this is an area that you need to focus on. And then when the blocks come, be brave to share your vulnerability with someone else, because that's the only way you'll be able to move through it. I think. Good message. Julian, any last thoughts from you? Look, yes. Um, I'd like to say um, that we've really talked quite a bit about coaching and mentoring. And um, if anyone who's listening would like to know more about um, the coaching and mentoring that I offer and that Shine offers, you can uh, contact me through the Shine website. So uh, www.shineglobal.com.au if you'd like to have a conversation with me about your project, about potentially collaborating with Shine, or or it might even be, um, you know, what Shine offers and, and what coaching might look like for you. If that mm. has been, you know, sort of peaked inside you, uh, please, you know, reach out and we can have a conversation. Yeah. And I'd just like to thank you, Julian, for the coaching that you provided to me, you know, like over the, the whole time that we've known each other. You've really been a great coach and mentor for me personally and, and, and what you were able to do for me yesterday specifically was huge. So I have immense gratitude for, for what you've been able to do to help this project be the best it can possibly be when it launches next month. Um, I really thank you for that. 
So Catherine, and as we wrap up, what's the best website for people to um, use to sign up for the challenge? So they can go into the, the Shine website, which is shineglobal.com.au and follow the link to the 60-day challenge and register there and you'll receive your free ebook and all the details to be part of the challenge when it launches on the 10th of February. Fantastic. All right. And Jules, I'll hand it over to you. And guys, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thanks so much, Heather. Been great. Thanks, Julian. Yeah, look, uh, thank you so much, Catherine. And uh, Catherine, I acknowledge you and for the courage that it takes to um, get a project like this uh, up and running and for your courage to come in front of, you know, uh, this global audience to share about your journey because I think you will have touched uh, and moved and inspired um, a lot of people because I, I think for lack of coaching and mentoring and lack of being part of a community, a lot of really beautiful ideas do not see the light of day. So my final message is, is out to you, dear listener. Uh, if you have a vision or a project um, that you know will uh, you know, uplift and benefit the world, um, please follow through. Do whatever you need to do to, um, you know, there are, there are underlying principles that have been mentioned on this, on this podcast. So get yourself in a community, get yourself a coach, get yourself a mentor and get into action and just know whatever comes up is totally normal. We're creating the new normal. So uh, thank you and, and thank you very much, Heather. Thanks, you guys.